and the stuff and the theme. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode. Anyway, um, hello everybody and welcome to the season one finale of Genesis Avalon. They grew up so fast. It yeah, feels like we were only in episode one a mere twelve months ago. Uh, yeah, weird how time passes linearly like it that. Is. <laughs> hello. So, hello everybody. I am Cat Pride, uh, the director, the writer, episode creator, 12. um, former. Voice actress for a star now. Yeah, and, you've cut uh, yourself down the I, job. That yeah. wasn't really anything to do with plot, was it? It was just, uh, just you were a bit too I, busy. I didn't want to do it anymore, yeah. Um, and here we start with the aftermath of that very thing. With me today is Chris Britton, my editor. And Hello. main villain. Um, <laughs> and, Occasionally. Uh, we open up the, the episode with Jaina smashing everything into Sara's training hold that she can get her hands on to bits. Tiny yeah, tiny. I, I, I'm, I'm quite impressed. It's about two minutes of just pure, uh, pure sound effects. Yes, and um, uh, which you you do like doing. I do like doing it because I think there's a lot you can tell just by sound. I think it's kind of cool being able to do stuff that you set up without actually there needing to be dialogue. And it's pretty no, it clear. Is. I mean, you can you can kind of tell where she is. You know, she you know she probably hasn't left the training hall yet, um, or even if she has, she's still. You know, just knocking cases and shit over. Um, and uh, you can hear the metal, so hopefully people realize that there's weapons being, you know, knocked over. And probably Sars altar is in there being knocked over. So it's very emotional. And then I don't think I mentioned this last month. I, I'm very impressed with Dave's accent as Sam. Um, and I know he's he's sort of like acting king of, uh, <laughs> of, of voice acting. But, um, oh, he yells at me about that so much. He's always like, I hate you for making me do this accent. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're good at it, so do it. <laughs> no, it, no, it, it, it's good, because when I first met him, he lived in an area of London where everyone spoke like that. So, um, so, so yeah, I, I can take the piss out of him even more, <laughs> which is always fun. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, I I really do like the way that uh, David plays Sam because I did give him kind of a hard uh, a hard a very tall order to fill because I basically went I need you to be badass, um and not sound like your RP while you're badass. <laughs> He's like, oh thanks. Um, so uh, so yeah, and and I really I really do love the way that scene goes where Jane is like I I think it's funny because she does the girl hits. You can tell she, that he grabs her and pushes her against the wall and is like, stop getting mad. And she just sits there and goes, eh, eh, eh. And it's like, you can hear the little girl slaps. <laughs> so. Now, the, uh, the, 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 the this, this this goes back to the letter a few times throughout the episode. And I, I seem to recall you put that back in late. Is that right? Or did you take it out and then put it back in? Or am I totally making up this memory? Repeat, okay, repeat the question again, because I, I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm hearing it wrong. The letter writer, but Jane are writing the uh, the letter to her mum. Was that originally in this episode? No, I think when I sent you this episode, I felt it was too short, and I had written That's a right. note in saying I think maybe a letter to Jaina would be good here. Jane from Jane to Jaina's mom would be good here. What do you think? And you were like, I think give it a try, write it, see how it comes out. And so it wound up being in the draft, the second draft that you got, but I had you edit it. Um, because I didn't want yes. to just send it to the cast without you taking a look at the actual letter, too. 
Um, now, now it all comes back. But, <laughs> but this is something that I felt that I needed to address because in the original script, this isn't here, and she just goes off on this warpath after Lilith, and I feel like, and I, and I realized, you know, unless I have her explain where she's coming from about how this feels like justice, but it's tough. It's still tough to kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go kill the person who killed my mentor, my best friend, and killed Martin. You know, it's it's not easy because society teaches you not to kill, no matter what. Even if it is an unholy thing from another world, your brain goes, well, she looks human. Can I kill her? So. No, I would agree. I, no, I think it does need to be in. Um, wow, I'm impressed that I remembered that. That's good. <laughs> point for me. <laughs> I always feel bad for Laura because I'm like, here, Laura, you have a letter to read. And she's like, oh, great, awesome, monologue, fantastic. Thank you, hate you. <laughs> she should be used to this by now. hour long line. Yeah, I know, right? Does she do a lot of takes? Um, No, I get three takes, but uh, sometimes she'll mess up right in the middle and then I'll get a 15-second uh, long blooper of her yelling at me. Um, right. So that's always fun. Because it is your fun. fault. It is my fault. I wrote it for her, so. Yeah, it's your fault. I need, I've, I've gotten into habit now of before sending them out to cast, I read through them out loud in case something, if I can't say it now, I don't make them say it. And the reason why I, I is because that's very wise. there's a line that Sam has to say in episode 13 that when, when I get to the review of that episode, when we talk about that in the commentary, I'll say which line it is, but let's put it this way. I couldn't say it. Why did I think he could say it? <laughs> And he managed to pull well, it off. I was like, that's... Dave, Dave is magic, man. Yeah, I know, right? So... I know Lilith deserves everything... I gotta say, I had fun writing this letter just because... It's the same reason why I liked writing the letter where she was talking about after the fight with Belial and helping clean up the city. It's one of those things yes. you, never, you never hear about this stuff in, in, in superhero shows or supernatural demon-slaying shows. You never really hear the characters struggle with the moral dilemma of when you know that it's your job to kill the bad thing, but what does that do to you? Does killing somebody well, make you, you a bad person? You, you, no. Yeah, you tend to only get one, you get one sort or the other. You yeah. get the superhero that doesn't kill yeah. at all, ever, or you get the one who does and doesn't care, yeah. or, or at least feels it's justified. Yeah. Um, it's rare for the one who uh, will do when it's right. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> you changed these two scenes around. Yes, I did. Originally, this was supposed to go before the letter, and I actually moved it to... Oh, no, wait. Either... Oh, I know what I did. I had Z and Jaina originally talking, and then Obsidian and Lilith, I think. But right. I swapped it, because I felt it would be... It would have, it, I felt that it was too weird having, like... This one Obsidian and Lilith scene towards the end of the episode, and Lilith shows up like a scene after that. So I kind of wanted to move it earlier back, and then it wound up giving a better a better transition because you go from this scene to then Jada packing her bags, and it's it's. So I think it, I think yeah. it kind of lends more ominous feeling to it. Yeah, and it breaks up the letter from yeah. from that next Jaina scene. No, I, th I, th I think it works. I think it works doing it that way around. Um, yeah. But um, I've only just realized now because I'm looking at the script. At the same time. <laughs> You're like, wait, <laughs> yeah. And I do. I absolutely love the way you do this scene. I, I, ha I mean, like, I don't normally sit there and tout your praises in front of everybody, but this was like, there's so much subtext here that I can't talk about for another two seasons. 
<laughs> yes, I know. Of, um, it. So, yeah. Uh, Nice. Uh, no, oh, well, thank you very much. Um, and and um, I, it's nice to hear Bernadette, because she shows up as her character, which I'm not going to say what character she is, because you guys don't get to hear who it is till next season, really. She shows up well, the first episode. that's good, because I was going to say that character's name, so, uh, don't yeah. Don't say it, don't say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't say the name, don't say the name. I think it might be um, in the credits, but I'm not going to say it anyway, just because I can't remember if it's in the credits or not, so I don't want to spoil it if it isn't in the I'm credits. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, now that's we're, Now we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah. This is another Marley ad lib that went on forever. I love her ad libs. Her ad libs are very funny. It it gets to the point now where normally I just listen to the takes and I pick the one that sounds the best, and half the time that's not the line I wrote, so it's fine. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it shows our uh, they're an organic experience. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because a lot of the actors do that. A lot of the actors kind of play with the lines. Like uh, Trent's lines as Julian in this particular conversation. Uh, half the lines that I wound up using were him in ad libs, where, because like he did a couple takes where he's kind of Mr. Smarmy Pants, and then he did a couple takes where he's kind of awkward about the idea of asking her out yes. again. And then when she's like, "I'll call you later," he's like, "You'll call me, okay?" Like originally, I think it was just, "Oh, okay, well then, fine. I'll talk to you later. Bye." And he gave me much more of a. Crap, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, right here where he's like, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Okay, sure. And then he's like, bye, I think. Are we hanging up now? Bye? So, yeah, bye. I, I, I love lamb. <laughs> well, they've got, a, they've got a fun little relationship that I imagine you're going to play with forever and ever and ever. Julian and Jaina? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're fun. They're fun to write. Just, just they're they're just very interesting to write, and I like the way that that they that they turn out. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to hear in the future. And oh, Z, the voice of reason, <laughs> the apathetic voice of reason, reason yeah. as it were. Apathetic, slightly bored voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> The voice of reason that's like, can we hurry up? I got a nail appointment. Come on. <laughs> she doesn't go for nail no, appointments. No, she doesn't. She paints them with, with black ink and blood. <laughs> I have red nails today. Oh, okay. <laughs> they look quite good. I did them in a bit of a rush last night as well. I was on my way out. But, um, all right, although I've broken one of them hideously playing bowling. Sorry, I know this has nothing to do with the show. That's all right. I was just—I was more interested life. in hearing you talk about your nails. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think they're right. They're a bit damaged now, though, because I've been doing shit today. So, uh, oh, I said shit. I'm not supposed to say that. Am I? All right. I don't believe anything. Out. This commentary is totally 100% candid. Um, hey. Yeah. It's fine. We'll just upset the little kids. Sorry, little kids. That's <laughs> all right. I like this. I have to say that this piece of music I put behind this, at first I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, and then I was like, you know, it actually sounds really ominous because Jaina kind of takes this turn from being just Jaina to, like, when when she asks where Jaina's going, her voice drops and she sounds like Avalon. She's like, we're going demon hunting. 
I'm killing yes. girls tonight. Uh, yeah. Like, it's very Sorry, cool. I'd forgotten we were... I, 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 I'd missed we were actually to that point. I wreck. I saw listened to that earlier yeah. before. That does sound... That sounds great. And that really plays up the... Almost the, the, the dual nature of the character. Yeah, I like it. Because you could just kind of hear Avalon come out. And I, I like that because it shows that... You know, Jaina is Avalon. Avalon's not like a separate personality. It's the same person. It's just that when Jaina has that power behind her, it's she loses some of those inhibitions. She can be yes. Avalon and do the things that normally normal people would be scared to do. So it's kind of cool to hear Avalon just pop out of her mouth, and you're kind of look at her like, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot you were a superhero. <laughs> oh, and this is the debut of Richard Casto as Bobby. Um, as Keenan Finley, who previously played him, had to step down, and uh, Richard stepped in to be his fabulous, his fabulous replacement for a fabulous he's character. Fabulous I love Richard Castan. He's um, great. And, and he's kind of sort of turned up on the audioverse scene quite recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I popped up in it. Yeah, and I heard some pieces. Yeah, I heard in his uh, his uh, Twitter interview that apparently he's been a listener about as long as I have almost. Seriously? He was a listener, wow. but like right around the time Dixie came out, so he's been God, around for a what, while. That's when I joined. Yeah, he just he didn't have a microphone until recently, so I think it's great that he's finally getting involved because clearly he enjoys it, and uh, I absolutely 100% love having him on the Avalon cast. He's a riot to listen to. Um, the big joke is he's always like, "It's Bobby Avalon," because it's all about me, and I'm like, "Yes, it's all about Bobby." <laughs> Oh please, right? Yes. One like a one spin-off episode, like the Bobby Show. The That'd Bobby be Show. Awesome. Oh, clearly I need to write that. The first season from Bobby's perspective. <laughs> I need really to do funny. a special for Twip that is just Bobby. Yeah, so, I think you should. I think I'll do that. Yeah, that's that's your weekend sort. Yeah, there bored we go. Yes, tomorrow. That's what I'll do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he does sound awesome. <laughs> he sounds so fabulous. I love it. Because originally when I wrote the character of Bobby, I you know, I mean he's a he's kind of a supplemental character who the show's not about Bobby, so I'm not gonna go into his particular relationship status or anything like that. It's his relationship in the show is to the paper, um, and to Julian. But it was kind of nice to, to I, when I first started writing it and Keenan was playing him, I got the idea to make Bobby a little more fabulous. And then Keenan had to step down, but by that point, I had written, like, all the way through season three, and I already knew where Bobby was going to go. So I was like, well, if I have to recast the actor, I'm going to make the man fabulous. <laughs> so, so, and then Richard came in with flying colors. Ooh, ooh, and now we're to the scary part. Oh, that's what you need, big gay journalist in the yes, middle of it all. exactly. To be like, those shoes totally don't go with your cape, sweetie. <laughs> It'd be nice. It'd be. It would be nice to know who his lovely boyfriend is. I'm sure he's got one. Yes. Although right now, I think at this particular season, he's kind of the I'm happily single. Um, ah, we'll see if we'll see huh. if we'll see if he winds up settling down in the next three seasons. I'm not gonna say anything. So. Um. Oh, Lilith, you're such a bitch. <laughs> Indeed, this is where it all gets a bit grim and uh, gr- grim and dark from yeah. here on forward. I like the fact that Exodus has a sword. Yes, oh, I love that sword. It's great. Now, based on the uh, origin and mythology you're choosing, does the sword have a name? Um, it 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 does have a name. Um, but it's not it's not the name of a particular sword in relation to the Isles of Avalon. It's not. Um, if for those who are playing the home game, 
When you think of Arthurian myth, it's not that sword. Um, it's, it's not that one. Okay, it's that's a what different I was sword that's that's related to that myth, but I can't remember the name of it. It's the it's the one that Arthur had early on in his time as king before he got Excalibur. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. But Sam sort of knows that, but it doesn't really do anything different for him. It's just that he channels all of his power through it. Um, the the artifacts and mythology part of it come into play more next season than third season, and definitely fourth season. Like, a good part of the fourth season has a lot to do with the mythology. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. You can just kind of hear the news break there. <sighs> I know, I know. You know, all the, the, all the reviewers are writing it down quickly. <laughs> I can't help thinking this isn't going to end well. I know! Oh, that's one nice thing about, about not having Lilith around is she won't do that anymore. <laughs> it is a scream and a half. Yeah. Oh, I do love that, how Sam's just like, breaks out of the chain! Just in time for Lilith to send Master Mega Bolt of Hell to, and hit Jaina. And then she lands on the other side of the roof. Boom! Indeed, from the script, womb, yes. but with two O's yeah. and an H. There you Big go. blast. <laughs> oh, thank it's good. You, you, write, you write the SFX remarks as if it's a comic book. That's how I like to write them. It, it gives yeah. me more freedom to mix it, too. Yeah. I thought really hard about if I was going to use this piece or not, and then I was like, no, I think it works. I think it works it, too. It really kind of gives a very you can you can feel it coming. You know it's coming. You know it's gonna end soon. Meanwhile, she's grinding her heel into poor Avalon's chest. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah, I think other I play. I mean, you could have played the scene with no music, perhaps. Yeah. But I I think it would have detracted from it if you had. Yeah. Nice one, Sam. And then interesting directorial note, um, one of the things that I did with Lilith in the last episode is when she starts exchanging actual blows with Asara, you hear the echo drop out of her voice, and it's because she would she kind of goes corporeal, completely corporeal, okay. so she can touch people and actually interact. It's cool that it takes Sam stabbing her for her to suddenly kind of go mortal. Like, you're, she knows as soon as she's been hit, that's the end of it. Because yeah. it's a holy sword. I mean, that's what it does. Um, and, oh, poor Chris. She, that was, those are genuine coughs. I think I made her choke herself on accident when, I, when she was recording these lines. But, oh, man. Was she less ill when doing these ones? Yes, yeah, she was less ill. She was just, uh, she just made herself gag, I think, on all the screaming and crying and dying. It's always what happens, though, you know? The crime, you know, what you pay for your art. Yes. And then she dissipates into bubbly goo. But not the Vrenny kind of goo. <laughs> no. Not goo. No, not goo. No, not that. But she's gone. It's like a creepy feeling. Like, you know, the, I mean, we just, I just killed off the main, the main antagonist of the first season, so. Well, it feels, yeah, it feels like we're working our way up a pay grade scale here. Exactly. I think I know who might be at the top. <laughs> Maybe. You might, you might have an idea. I think he speaks like this. Yes, don't do that voice in front of me. <laughs> Why? I can't think. Stop it. 
Okay, alright. I'm an editor role. Yes, editor role, please. Editor role. Oh, the song! I'm so glad I found the song. I very much like this you conversation with You can just hear the partnership breaking up. Like, it's so cool. It's possible she gets even deeper here. She did, yeah. And then she kind of keeps this really deep for the rest of the show. So it's nice. Yeah. Because she goes from being the Avalon who started out to being full-blown Avalon. This is my game. I'm going to play it by my rules. So... And oh, the way that they end this scene, dear God, it's awesome. Anyone else? We need each other. We're meant to be partners. Shame that you can't kill every single demon out there on your own. Watch, Watch me. Oh, that's oh, so yeah. badass. <laughs> this piece of music was definitely needed. I was really happy I found it. I was like, oh my God, it's like it's like they knew I needed this piece of music. It's is it is it Kevin MacLeod? Yes, it, it is. Out? No, it's Kevin MacLeod. It is. Really? And he's got two versions of it. One of it, one of them is just the vo is, is is with the vocals, and the other version has no vocals. It's just the That's actual rhythm. Awesome. So it's pretty awesome. And this so. is from his rock pack, then. Yeah, I think yeah, this is from the the hardest the, the harder rock section. Nice. No, it's great. So it did really. That is a good a good yes. ending. And she flies out of the city, people. Jaina has now left New York. Featuring the voice talents. Where she will go from here, you will have to find out next season when we start up with episode thirteen. I know, which which is not airing for two months. It's not airing for two months. Yes, I have a month break in between the seasons because I need to sleep. <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that. And by the next commentary, um, I'll be married. Yeah. Exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to rib on you about that next time. <laughs> oh yeah, please, please do, please do. Especially if you're not coming. I'm um, sorry, I have no money. I'm poor. I'm not poor, poor, but I'm like, certainly not. If I still lived on the East Coast, I probably wouldn't have been able to come out there, but because we now live in the Midwest, and it's hella expensive to fly anywhere. Bloody Midwest. I know. It's ridiculous. Nothing there, except, you know, a lot of people in towns and cities and all that Dallas stuff. But and apart from that, nothing. Nothing, <laughs> yeah, nothing, I tell you. Nothing in the Midwest. So, yeah, so here we are at the... Uh, at the end of the season, and uh, I don't even know if there's a trailer at the end of this in the original. I'm not sure yet. I'll find out, I guess, when when we put it together. I may <laughs> I may specifically tell them that's... not to put a trailer on here, so you don't know what happens next till next season. No, I, th I think that's kind of <laughs> cool. I think that's not um, nice, nice and vague. Well, yeah, especially since like there's kind of a important plot point. Uh, but uh, you'll you'll get to yes, hear the indeed. trailer probably when Twip airs, which before it comes out. Um, <gasps> I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll be putting a trailer. I may talk. I'll have to talk to Pendant Final Mix about that. Uh, see what what evil I can do. But anyway, so here we are at the end of the episode, and we have accomplished the goal of being like the line, and that now the commentary is longer than the show. <laughs> uh, that that is the the goal that everyone wants to achieve in yes. life. Um, yes. but, uh, but, uh, but 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 yes, yes. I'll leave you to wrap it up. Okay. Um, well, thank you very much for listening to uh, Genesis Avalon. If you liked it didn't like it, want to give us suggestions on things you'd like to see, because I always want to hear that kind of stuff, um, go ahead and leave us a message on the Yahoo group, which is, you can find it at uh, groups.yahoo.com slash groups slash pendant, or drop us a line at pendantaudio.com on the website, where there is a comment section you can find, so you leave us any comments, or 
Um, you can follow me at, at Genesis Avalon on Twitter. Um, or give me an email at cat at pendantaudio.com. Um, anyway. Or you can track around the Midwest shouting out, Cat Pride! And cat see if pride. you find me, yeah. <laughs> and eventually. And eventually you might find me. Because um, there's nothing there. Um, so, yeah. Aside from people and towns and all that stuff. Um, so, it's yeah. It's been a pleasure, Mother. So, thank you very much for being here, Chris. I'm glad that we've been able to get to the end of the season together. I look forward to more commentaries. This is going to be fun. Stay oh, tuned yeah, for too. season two, guys. It will rock your your pants right off you. I'm not I'm not going to lie. That sounds exciting on several levels. I know, right? Um, <laughs> goodbye. Bye.